Welcome to the Lioness Queen Podcast Season 2. Your host, Reverend Dr. Marisha, founder, speaker, author, spiritual coach, and licensed minister, provides motivating messages that will help you work through the emotional trauma from rejection and embrace the new year, new level, and new you. Now let's jump into your daily dose of letting go of the past and living totally residue free. Here's your host, Reverend Dr. Marisha. Welcome back. Welcome back, my Lioness Queens. Today is the first Tuesday in April. Happy New Year. I told you I was going to keep saying it. (laughs) Happy April. April represents... I wanted to look this up. I wanted to look up what national holidays were in the month of April, and I found so many. So some of the national uh, holidays are it's Black um, Women's History Month, Distracted Driving Awareness Month, Long Lawn and Garden Month, Alcohol Awareness Month, National Child Abuse Awareness Month, National Autism Awareness Month, and a host of others. I was like, oh, that's so cool. Um, Happy spring. You know, April also is a sign of spring. I love springtime when the flowers are just beginning to bloom with all of the vivid colors and the grass is turning dark green and trees and the leaves are starting to turn green and so forth it is time to spring forth just like the season and it's time to spring forth into your destiny amen and so thank you so much for supporting the lioness queen podcast youtube channel and i am series women's empowerment session please don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with someone you know who may need to be encouraged today. Also, I would love for you to leave a review sharing how this message inspired or helped you to become residue free. You know, that is my motto. So, all right, let's get into our episode for today. And we're shifting um, in the month of April to a new theme. And so the theme for this month is bent, not broken. So let's get started. Well, before we get started, you know how we love doing it on this podcast. We love starting out with a poem or a quote to get our episode started. We love supporting other uh, poet's creativity, and we're so honored to do so. And so I, today I found a poem by Selena Odom, uh, and it was written on April 13, 2020, so almost a year ago. And the poem is called, I Bend. And so the poem says, I bend, but do not break. I've been lost, but I'm not a loser. I'm a wreck but I'm not totaled. I'm fractured, but I'm not broken. I failed, but I'm not a failure. I've fallen hard, but 
can't but can get up again. I'm isolated, but still I'm free. I've been destroyed, but I will rebuild. My heart is broken, but it will mend. See, no matter how close I come to breaking, I just continue to bend. (laughs) Oh man, I thought this was so um, powerful. Definitely relatable to our episode um, starting this month off. And the first stanza, I mean, I bend, but I do not break. And then in the end, it says, see, no matter how close I come to breaking, I just continue to bend. And so this poem is so on point. But oftentimes, you know, just to be honest, life can throw throw you a curveball, you know, that you weren't prepared for. You know, it can prepare you for a knockout punch that you didn't know which hand someone used. Life can throw you a haymaker that makes you feel broken and incapable of being able to repair the pieces of getting yourself back together. And many of us even, you know, use this lingo of feeling broken. We've used that term before, or we felt broken hearted, especially when someone, you know, stabs you in the back. You know, when someone betrays your trust, it's easy to feel like your heart was broken into a million pieces, but our heart has the power and ability to heal if we allow, allow it, you know, because it, it it's all connected to how we think. <clears throat> it's, <clears throat> excuse me, it's connected to our mindset, or should I say, how we process what we go through. You know, the challenging part is if we allow our hearts to heal. That's the challenging part. This is where our hearts, I would say, get stuck. I don't know about you, right? <clears throat> but this is where my heart really got stuck. It, 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 Our hearts, I would say, get stuck in a place where we want to heal. We want to move forward. We want to be open and vulnerable to trust again, to believe in love again. But then on the flip side, we also want to continue, I would say, singing this nursery rhyme of, of, of constantly receiving empathy, or should I say sympathy, it's really more sympathy, by throwing the other person who hurts you under the bus, right? So it's a kind of combination of both. That, that space is a combination of, I want to move forward, but in the same regard, I really want to throw this other person under the bus because of what they did to me. Now, definitely, you know, this is something I've talked about before, but this is a huge issue that we must address in all of us, right? Now, I understand, and, and, and I understand it, and, and I get it, that, that there will be times in our lives where we feel broken like a thousand puzzle pieces from a box. You see how you you can see how the puzzle may look from the box like you see what the final result should be. However, you have no clue and no directions how to put the puzzle back together. 
If you if you've ever experienced putting a thousand puzzle pieces together, it can be quite overwhelming. It can be quite frustrating because there's no directions. There's no guidelines. There's nothing to help you. There's no steps. There's no outline, you know, and I don't know about you, but I remember when my ex told me that he never wanted to be married after a span of 24 years, you know, dating and married, that initial curveball broke my heart into a million pieces. And I went through an array, an array, a roller coaster of feelings and and emotions. I had no clue how God was going to put my heart back together. And really, if God was going to even restore my heart, right? Like that in that moment, that was my desire because that was all I knew. It was the familiar. But I didn't even know if he was going to restore. Um, and I, I honestly, I hate to say it, but initially I was quite negative about my brokenness and had no answer and I had no hope. I, I couldn't believe that, you know, my ex had the audacity to do that to me. You know, how dare he not want me? How dare he break up the family? We've been together for 24 years. I mean, even before we dated, we we hung out, you know, every holiday. We were all together as a family. And even the in-laws, right? Like how you how you going to break up this family like this? How dare he force me to move from my 5,000 square foot dream home that we, you know, that God blessed us with. How dare he do this to me? How dare he not want me? I'm a, I, you know, I'm a good one. I, I feel like I'm a good woman. I was a good mother. You know, I worked. I worked full time. I worked part time. You know, I, I kept the house clean. I cooked. I did my wifely duties like I was supposed to. And he had the audacity to, to say he was unhappy and never wanted to be married. I mean, I could tell you. I I really can't tell you how this hit me like a block, a ton of bricks. And the only thing I kept thinking about was, okay, God, how are you going? How are you going to vindicate me? Because I am your baby girl. You love me. I'm devoted. We got a relationship here, God. Like we, you know, we, we on the side, we we got a relationship. And so what, what are you going to do to him for hurting me? You know, what will he have to answer for, for breaking my heart into a million pieces? I have to be honest. This was my focus. You know, it was only on God. What are you, what wrath are you going to bring down on him? You know, now after God held down his wrath, you know, and made him hurt a little bit, then I thought maybe after God helped him to learn his mistake, God had to help him learn what he did wrong. God had to learn how you don't you don't mess with good people like that. You know, then maybe God was going to restore the marriage. He would learn his lesson, right? And, and, and things would go back to being good. But I wanted revenge. You know, I'm going to keep it real. I, you know, I don't sugarcoat my feelings or all the things that I went through. I I like to keep it real because when you are transparent and people see 
like hey i've been there too you know and so definitely is this a natural emotion not necessarily the best christian response or, or or what would jesus do type of response but i was into myself i was into my feelings and i was into my brokenness who that's powerful right there have you been there been into yourself been into your feelings and into your brokenness and so this was the place this is the place right that i feel like we've been talking about you know which i believe the enemy tries his best to keep you and keep me stuck in ourselves and what happened to us versus what god allows to happen through us and i've mentioned that before you know honestly this is a place many of us are in right now and even in this pandemic the the enemy has us so stuck on ourselves so stuck on what temporarily we can't do so stuck in our feelings of what people do us we're so sensitive now we're sensitive about this and that or the other we're so stuck on our brokenness you know and so um i was trying to think about that word brokenness and i feel like it falls under kind of two categories uh, you know someone you know who did something to you that hurt you or it could be associated with a loss you know and i feel those are the two things that get our heart to a place of feeling broken which is really all connected to our mindset you know but today we you know we were really talking about um the brokenness of being broken hearted as it relates to someone who hurt you you know i gave my example about my ex but it could be a parent it could be a sibling it could be your pastor it could be your best friend you know um and when it's somebody you love somebody that's close to you it really hits you in your core you know, when you're talking about what someone did to you and you you feel broken in a way where you don't even know how or what to do. You don't even know how to move forward from it. And and in a nutshell, you, you allowed and gave that individual so much power and control to influence the condition of your heart. Yeah, I know you, I got you puzzled right there, but that's, that's what happens. We allow and give that other individual power and control to influence the condition of our heart. Now you may think you, I didn't give some, I didn't give that person approval for someone to do that. I, I, you know, for someone to reject me, abuse me, neglect me, abandon put me down embarrassed i didn't give them approval to do that right and this is true you didn't give them approval to do it but your response right your response and sometimes people think the response is connected to you doing something but sometimes majority of the of the time your response is in your mindset your response is in how you process what happened Your response is in how you perceive what happened, right? And that is all attached to how much you held on to whatever that thing was, which impacts 
influences, drains, and literally can suck the life right out of your heart. And so you're holding on to something when the other person, they've moved on. But because of your brokenness mindset, you're stuck and it literally poisons the condition of your heart. And so there's nothing that comes across. We This is something that we have to remember. There's nothing that comes across the Lord's desk that he doesn't know about before it happens. You know, see, when you are the creator, right? When you are alpha and omega, there is nothing that has happened, happening or will happen that he doesn't know about. But the problem is we get stuck on ourselves and what happened to us that we were stuck in that place of brokenness. And we forget about who we can cast our cares on. See, we are the creation. He is the creator and he wants us to cast all his cares on him. But see, we forget that all we have to do is ask. And and, and when we ask, it shall be given. Uh, what, What we do is we forget that God is close to the brokenhearted. See, what we do is we forget in James that he says, hey, you, 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 all you got to do is count in all joy. Well, see, what we do is we forget that although life can cause our heart to feel like a thousand puzzle pieces, we forget that from the beginning, the puzzle was already put together. And you have a glimpse of it on the on the front of the picture, but on the front of the box, right? So the picture on the front is to help you remember that the puzzle can be whole again. <laughs> oh, God, editable. Oh, the puzzle can be whole again and can be put back together only if you do the work. Only if you take the time to figure out what needs to be put, put back in place and figure out that sometimes time is needed for God to help you put your heart back together. That blessed me right there. And so honestly, I, I'm not sure if you knew this, but but I was doing some research and, you know, uh, having a broken heart it is actually a, a, a form of a syndrome called stress-induced cardiomyopathy. And it's a scientific fact that you can literally die from a broken heart. Broken heart syndrome can strike even healthy people. Not just people with heart conditions. Definitely it, it occurs in women more than men. And then majority of that is because we love so hard and we put our all into relationships. But it, it, it allows us to experience sudden chest pain which is the result really of a surge of stress hormones caused by an emotional stressful event. And in the broken heart syndrome, a part of your heart temporarily enlarges and doesn't pump well, while the rest of your heart functions normally or with even more forceful contractions. And it says researchers are just starting really to learn the causes 
and how to diagnose and treat it. The bad news is broken heart syndrome can lead to severe short-term heart muscle failure. But the good news, the good news is broken heart syndrome is usually treatable. Most people who experience it make a full recovery and they're really, you know, at low risk for it happening again. But the great news, I said the good news, but let me let me tell you about the great news. The great news is that we have a heavenly father who created us and has the has the ability, has the authority, has the dudamous power to heal our broken hearts and bind up the wounds. But you have to allow him to do the inner work to heal the wound. Remember, a wound needs more than a Band-Aid. It needs a spiritual conditioning of God's word to fill all of the dead and broken areas of your life. God never intended for the tests and trials of life to break you, but sometimes they can bend you. It's interesting that bending is also a sign of flexibility. It's also a sign of adaptability. It's also a sign of elasticity. And in all situations, you know, you know, we in all these different situations, sometimes we have to be spiritually conditioned. We have to spiritually condition ourselves by giving our hearts over to the Lord. See, there will be times when people you love will disappoint you and disappoint you so heavily that you feel broken. But but feeling broken doesn't make you broken where you aren't useful or your heart can't be put back together. See, God designed our hearts and created our hearts in a way to love. And and, and God is love, right? He is a father of love. He created love. He is love. And if he designed our hearts in a way to love, he designed our hearts in a way to bend. He designed our hearts in a way to feel the good things, the bad things, but he never intended for us to feel so overwhelmed that we didn't feel useful, that we didn't feel lovable, that we didn't feel worthy anymore because for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And so he sent his only begotten son to this world to experience bending. <laughs> I believe that this 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 is what tests and trials do. That they bend our faith, not break our faith. But we must realize, yes, things may challenge our belief. Yeah, they may challenge who we are. They may challenge our abilities. They may challenge our mindset. But with God, all things are possible if we only believe. See, if we never experienced being bent, we would never see a need for God. We would never see a need to believe in him and what he can do for us. Even in the bending, Jeremiah 29, 11 says, it's so clear, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. He's never trying to harm you because he knows there are plans for your life. 2 Corinthians 4, 8 through 10 says, we are hard pressed on every side, 
but we're not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. We always carry around in our body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed. See, the word says we we, we will be pressed. And, and, And with pressure comes what? Bending. Bending of our faith, but we won't be crushed. Or should I say broken? We won't be in being despair. We won't be abandoned, right? But we must be spiritually conditioned in a way that no matter what happens in our life, it is to bend us, not break us. It is to strengthen us, not defeat us. It is to build us up, not tear us down. It is to make us grow, not stay stagnant. It is to take us to another level, not regressing. It is to make us teachable, not not to make us as a know-it-all. See, God is an intentional God. And in every bend that happens in your life, just know he is bending you on purpose for his good and for his kingdom. Amen and amen. This is Reverend Dr. Marisha, your Lioness Queen. Let's declare our weekly affirmation over our lives. Amen. And so repeat after me. I am a Lioness Queen. God wants me to rise up. He wants me to take my rightful place. As the Queen I am. He wants me to be residue free, intentional in my fight, stand on the word of God, realize I am a masterpiece. I am, I am, I am enough. I am a lioness queen with a purpose. Thank you for joining the Lioness Queen podcast. Please subscribe and write a review. You can find me on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and even iHeartRadio. I would love to hear how this message empowered you. Come back next Tuesday at 3 p.m., for more from your Linus Queen.